Star Wars 7x7 episode 2084. Today we're going to continue a series of looks at the Rise of Skywalker Visual Dictionary and talk about what this book fills in about the legacy of Ochi of Bastoon, that mysterious Sith assassin. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this daily dose of Star Wars joy. And as I said at the top, we're looking again at the Rise of Skywalker Visual Dictionary. Also again, thank you to DK Publishing for sending me a copy of this to check out and share with you, or at least share some of the details. This thing is jam-packed. It is truly dense, as I have said on previous episodes. It is loaded. And to tell the story of Ochi of Bestoon, we have to take a couple of steps back and talk about, yeah, here we go, the Ramagon. The Ramagon is one of the sacred Jedi texts that Rey liberated from the Jedi Tree Library on Octo. And up till now, we haven't known really much about it other than that was the name of a sacred Jedi text. We learned a little bit more in here. It says that the Ramagon is a well-known and influential work. The original was thought destroyed over 5,000 years ago, but was found by Master Skywalker during his exploration of the subterranean ruins on Ossus. It collects four varied and conflicting origin stories for the cosmos and the force and the precepts derived from those tales. Now, similar to, say, The Jedi Path, which is a book in our universe, of course, but it's supposed to be an in-universe book with with annotations in the margins by Jedi Masters such as Luke Skywalker and Yoda and Mace Windu, so on and so forth. Well, it seems like they've taken a page from this idea because the Ramagon, among other Jedi texts, has many annotations in it itself, in this case from Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker is writing notations in the sections about Wayfinders, and there is also something in the Ramagon as well about Exegol. And through the research that Ray has been doing, she you know, has this synapse fired when the conversation turns to Exegol and what nefarious doings are happening in that region when we hear about it in The Rise of Skywalker. And there are notes about Luke Skywalker's attempt to find the Emperor's Wayfinder, but the trail runs cold at Pisana, and so that's how they know to head to Pisana in the first place. Now, this is the part where we tie in that notable scoundrel Lando Calrazine. According to the Visual Dictionary, it says, six years after the tragedy that befell his family, that being his daughter being kidnapped by the First Order, Calrazine served as a partner and guide to Luke Skywalker on the Jedi Master's search for clues to a growing darkness he detected in the Force. Whispers spoke of a resurgent enemy from the past, and Skywalker was determined to find some answers. Had some remnant of the Sith survived? Calrissian's underworld contacts passed along rumors of a hunter of Sith relics on Pasana. More specifically, it says that Lando, who is no longer involved in the underworld, but whose name apparently still carries a lot of weight. Surprise, surprise says that, uh, having kept his ears on the underworld, Calrazine had heard of an inebriated Ochi of Bastoon bragging on some distant bar that he had been on the hunt 
for a wayfinder and had found it in one of the emperor's vaults. Now, here's what the visual dictionary tells us about Ochi of Bastoon, that he was a known associate of imperial advisor Yupe Tashu and the self-styled acolytes of the beyond. We talked about them briefly in a previous episode that they were first introduced to us in the Aftermath novels by Chuck Wendig. It says, Ochi was obsessed with ancient Sith arcana. Enabled by Tashu, he pored over the forbidden Sith texts and staunchly believed that the extinct order was destined to return to glory. Though Ochi could not touch the Force, he believed the dark side propelled him and shaped his actions. But he was no mere relic hunter in the employ of the Empire's most sinister agents. He was also an assassin. So even though he wasn't a Force user, he was considered a Sith assassin and believed that his murders were in service of a greater darkness beyond the veil. That is the deal with Ochi of Bastoon as it is described to us in the Visual Dictionary. Of course, Lando and Luke trailed him and found the Bastoon legacy, his ship, but could not find any indication where Ochi had gone. They found out that he must have been on a speeder, but the speeder was gone as well. So it's ended up being a great mystery for them. The trail went cold until our resistance heroes picked it up many years later. But there is still one unsolved mystery that is not addressed by the Rise of Skywalker or by the Visual Dictionary, and I will tell you what that is right after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the asteroid belt level at patreon.com slash SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com slash SW7X7 and look for the asteroid belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com slash SW7X7. Welcome back. So the big question that remains unanswered is what exactly was Ochi of Bastoon, a Sith assassin, doing on Pasana? Why was he even there? What kind of mission was he on? Or was he in fact on a mission? I mean, you know, people do <laughs> have free time from time to time. I imagine even Sith assassins get a chance to take a few days off, right? So. Maybe that was what he was doing. He was just vacationing and tooling around a planet where, you know, nobody was going to be around. And so he could just kind of see the sights. Maybe he was going to the festival for all we know. But what we know of Pisana from the Visual Dictionary is that it wasn't a particularly visible, well-trafficked world. You know, people came from neighboring systems for the big party every couple of years. But beyond that, eh. No big deal. The First Order wasn't particularly interested in it. They only showed up there during the festivals because it was a way to keep track of a larger group of people all at once. They had no interest in the Aki Aki because they weren't going to become stormtroopers or anything like that. But circling back to the notion of Ochi just being on vacation, <laughs> as it were, there's possibly a hint of what the deal was in the bio on Dio, which says that he was cobbled together by an unknown droid smith felled by Ochi's blade. And it goes on to say that Ochi was an assassin by trade, but he had many pastimes to while away the long stretches of time and isolation between assignments. Some of his hobbies were sinister, but Ochi also collected droid technology and even designed and built some of his own. And that includes Dio, of course. So even though we don't necessarily have a ready answer for why Ochi was on Pasana, the logic would seem to indicate that if there was a you know, lengthy amount of time in between assignments and he wanted to keep a low profile more than likely, well, Pasana was probably a good place to do it. 
and probably he could get up to sinister no good business while he was there as well, I'm sure. But let's not think about that too much. Anyway, I think that's as much as we're going to learn about Ochi of Vestoon from the Visual Dictionary, and that's where we're going to stop our episode today. Thank you so much for joining me for it. As always, if you found it interesting, fascinating, useful at all, then by all means, share it with your BFFs, your best friends and family. <laughs> Let them know about Star Wars 7x7. I would greatly appreciate that. And as always, may the Force be with you wherever in the galaxy you may be. Sunrise 7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.